Welcome to the Green Wisdom Health Podcast with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis, where you will learn about natural solutions to common ailments. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are here to give you some inspiring, helpful, (laughs) healthful hope. So uh, in a world full of a lot of chaos, hopefully we're bringing you a lot of joy and information and news you can use. So um, we today are going to talk a little bit about the secret enemy of weight loss because it's summertime and who's not trying to get into that bikini for the beach but having a little bit of... uh, weight problems or a lot of weight problems and uh, we're going to talk about what that secret enemy is dr lewis has got him captured over here behind the door and he's going to let him loose in a little bit and tell us what the enemy has been he's good at corralling things so um (laughs) also we want to mention our collagen people have been asking a lot about when is collagen coming back in we do not know um the ingredient in there that's a registered trademark called Mobily, which is one of the several ingredients in that product that make it work wonderfully, and that is the reason why it is so missed, we cannot get from the manufacturer because it's trapped in Spain. Um, it is rooster comb. I don't, I guess they have special roosters there. I, I don't know, but uh, they're organic. The organic rooster combs. Okay. It's a high molecular weight, high hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic acid can heal in big ways. So I won't go into too many stories there. But but it's not here. So that's the bottom line. We don't know <laughs> when it's coming. Uh, people ask if we have a replacement. Not yet. We're, we're waiting for the person that makes that product for us to tell us what they're going to do. Um, they have very high standards and they don't want to take something out that, you know, they may get in. I, I don't know. It, if we do it, you're going to know it, and we're going to tell you, hey, it didn't come in with this. Um, I, I don't know what we're, we're going to do. So for the time being, that's out, and people say, well, what brand should I take? We don't know. Um, I know that they have, you know, Designs for Health has a pretty good one. I, I, I just haven't gotten any kind of feedback from anybody that's just had miraculous results with collagen other than the powdered one we carry so um, sorry about that you know how it is nowadays so hopefully that's the only product that doesn't come in for a while but you know there could be others so anyway um, Dr. Lewis picked this subject today because he is passionate about helping people regain their health and would you like to let the enemy out of the closet you're keeping him in and <laughs> tell us who the secret enemy of weight loss is. Well, I've had so many people talk bad about me because I'm so blunt. And it's like, well, you made a sugar coat it? And the answer to that is most people would rather have it sugar coated. <laughs> the, the active, uh, the, the real enemy is insulin. And I will get into that. I promise you in, in big ways. Uh, the problem in our country is we're overfed and undernourished. That's a fact. And uh, National Health and Nutrition Examination Study, and, and this is a pretty new one, I think that was 2017-18, said 42% of Americans, adults, had obesity. The other 30.7% were overweight. So that's 
puts us at over 72% of us are not at our ideal weight. And it's not just that simple. That's a, that reflects our overall health, which is pretty much stinky. And I want you to live life, to have life that you can live. Uh, you, you need to be consistent. I want you to have a life worth living. And then there was a... a you know, I read a lot of research, and thank God I have a good memory, and I take a lot of stuff for that. But uh, Journal of the American Medical Association said our healthcare system, healthcare in parentheses, only addresses 10% of the issues that lead to preventable death. That's scary. The other 90% is our lifestyle, our diet, our environmental exposures, like hidden poisons in our foods, chemicals, cleaning products, mold, and workplace exposure so what janet and i do we bridge the gap for the other 90 percent and for the people that stick with it you get great results i get i get a lot of good feedback and thank you i love it thanks for taking the time like debbie said oh i entertain myself all the way from comanche texas to midland i said how in the world can you have fun in comanche texas and she says one of her best friends lives there uh, that's where a lot of Janet's relatives are from, but it's the people like Kelly in Alabama, her her friend Lee and Jesse, Allen in Maine, Brian in Florida, Nate in Iowa, that just keep on doing the right thing. Thank you and God bless you. I love to be your leader. So let's talk about insulin. That's that's why we run it on our lab, and that's pretty pretty un, unusual what, that what, doctors what is, do I'm, that. I'm sorry for those that need to know what that is. What is insulin? Well, insulin comes from the pancreas, and it's designed to carry and burn the glucose. And, and again, I read a lot, and the two most dangerous things in our bodies are fat and insulin. And and one of the, a lot of the research I read says fat's a hormone. It's like, well, I've never really studied it being that way, but... Insulin goes around and says, oh, well, they have too much high fructose corn syrup, too many carbs, and, and oh, well, I'm going to turn it into triglycerides, and I'm going to screw up the HDL to total cholesterol ratio. Oh, well, let's just store those bad triglycerides in the liver, which so you start getting the non-alcoholic fatty liver syndrome. And then the body says, well, you know, he's not burning enough of the glucose in the muscles, so I, I can't keep it in the liver too much because I don't want to kill the person even though the liver enzymes start to go high. And so then insulin does a funny thing. It stores glucose slash triglycerides slash cholesterol as fat. Hmm. Yeah. And they're good fats, right? <clears throat> the only good fats in bacon, I think. I really no avocados and coconut. The but fat shows up on the outside of the body. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So I've got a lot to say. Sometimes I do these things just off the top of my head. Today I have about five hours worth of notes, so pardon me if, you know. But we're doing this in 30 minutes, so. Yeah, the slow-talking Texan. You know, if, I, if I'm in a hurry and I start talking fast, it's because I have a lot to say. Um, you know, the problem is that uh, most doctors, and, and I love all our doctors and our medical professions really, really good, but. Uh, the bitter truth is they address uh, the symptoms but not the cause of disease. That in, in and of itself is scary, and that's why I, I read about that article where we're bridging the gap, that other 90%. Uh, you know, they've said, and, and it's still, it's, it's stupid, 
Jack fat, Jack Spratt could eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean. Well, that Im- implies that fat is fattening, and that is not the truth. It's sugar and carbs that turn to sugar that makes us fat. Uh, and, and we've already seen for several decades that the high-fat diet is the most effective at losing weight. But fallacies, they hang on for a long time. Um what about processed vegetable oils that are staple ingredients in processed food? You know, that's funny you should mention that. And again, Jan and I have different notes, so she tries to stop me, which is I think it's fun. Pretty easy. Uh, <coughs> she likes to see the deer in the headlights. Uh, no, I know it's all up there, so I know it's going to come out, so I can't wait. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's one of the worst things, and some of our government entities, I won't get too deep into that, but uh, say that certain companies can put all kinds of trans fats in, in things and call it zero, and there's a, a minimum okay amount of trans or hydrogenated fatty acids, uh, where the limit should be zero, and I love potato chips, but that's one of the worst things you can do, because all this trans hydrogenated fat causes your cell walls to be rigid so you cannot get nutrients in and out and we'll talk about mitochondria and atp and all that kind of stuff but insulin starts getting where oh it can't go into the cell so you get what's called insulin resistance or metabolic syndrome which can lead to diabetes well you know you read the ingredients on things and it says soybean oil and you think soy's better for you so you would assume soybean oil would be no? You know, I say many times success leave, leaves clues, but so does um, failure. I'm trying to be sweet, baby. It, it's I'm hard. Just it's, about, it's hard for me to be sweet today. But I'm asking about soybean oil. Our son just moved from Germany to Alaska, and he says, Mom, they're so Large. Large. Yeah, large. Yeah, that's not what he said. Uh she said, welcome to America. We've been to China. We've been to different places in Europe. We spent a couple of days in St. Petersburg, Russia. That was pretty cool. Uh, and it's not that America doesn't have some great, grand, and glorious things to be thankful for, but you know, eating soybean and wheat and grains is not where health resides. Okay. That's good. <clears throat> hey, that's as clean as I can do it. Uh, you know, the, the, you know. here's the thing. Some people say count your calories. Other people say calories don't count. And I remember back when I was a tiny, tiny kid, there's a guy that says calories don't count. He wrote a book, and boy, he they gave him holy heck over that. Would well, you think the calories out of a pancake is going to work the same as calories out of a piece of fresh coconut or berries? No, the calories are different in the way that they are treated and utilized by the body metabolically. They actually say sugar-rich diets generate excessive reward signals in your brain that can override normal self-control mechanisms. And they found that the fact is that a single week of binging on fast foods impaired appetite control, making the volunteers more likely to desire more junk food even if they'd just eaten. I'm blown away. So the minute that you think that you're hungry again is it because you just ate something that wasn't good you got no you got no uh, nutritional value out of it so the body's actually still starving 
Yeah, and hopefully I'll have time to get into some of the bad heavy metals or, or minerals, <clears throat> you know, like arsenic. But, you know, I've said this on different podcasts. Uh, too much sugar equals fewer vegetables equals less zinc equals poor taste equals more sugar. So it gets to be a vicious cycle to yeah. try to hit those reward centers in the brain. Yeah, the more added sugar your diet contains, the lower your intake of important micronutrients such as calcium, folate, iron, magnesium, potassium, selenium, vitamin C, vitamin D that you all guys, you guys have heard a lot, and zinc. So could that be a reason why minerals and things like that are so low on lab work whenever we run that? Well, yeah, and they're not in the soil, uh, so the the uh, plants don't really take them up. And one of the lies is milk is good for you. No, milk is bad for you. And there's, and somebody told me, says, well, Stephen, you need to get more fact. It's like, well, I've been quoting research for 20 years. Milk increases risk of insulin resistance. Yep, milk does not do a body good. That's from British of Journal Nutrition, so that's a fact. It creates, it does create a lot of mucus in the body. I know that. <clears throat> and insulin resistance, which means, as much as I talk about Bluebell and Snickers, I'm about ninety percent teasing. We were at the grocery store the other day. She said, "You want some more ice cream?" I said, "No." And she looked at me like I was going to drop dead. Um, <laughs> and, and, and what Janet was talking about, the acidic diet, high in uh, sugar, meat, soda pop. Uh, it must have been a must have been a Yankee. It said soda pop because we call them cokes down here in the south. Uh, causes calcium to go from the bones uh, to the pancreas and triggers osteoporosis, but also jams up the pancreas, which leads to less insulin as a result. And that's Journal of the American Medical Association. So that's a fact. People said you need to put more facts. So mm-hmm. I have been, folks. I just didn't say fact. I'm gonna give you another fact. According to the 2019 <laughs> State of Obesity Report, 18.5 percent of American children ages two to 19, and 39.6 percent of adults are now obese. Not just overweight. And we did talk about that uh, causing depression in children. And depression can manifest in many different ways. And uh, hyperactivity and attention deficit disorder is just two of the many manifestations. The adult obesity rate rose over 70%. And the childhood obesity rate rose over 85%. Oh, 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 oh. Here's the deal. You want to get healthy? Go on our reviews and... Read Kyle. Kyle wrote. Mm. Kyle's awesome. Oh, but, you know, he did something different. Yeah. He did it. Action. He totally changed his diet. I mean, the first day we went over his lab work, um, he was like, Dr. Lewis, what can I do? What can I do? And he said, you know, Dr. Lewis said, well, you might try doing a keto diet. And he said, okay, okay. He called me as soon as he left here, and he goes, I'm getting keto keto strips ketone strips and he goes how long does it take before i'm in ketosis and mm-hmm. i said uh geez i don't know i'd have to ask dr lewis how long it takes he goes can i speed it up is there any way to double something to speed it up <laughs> and uh he, i think he's lost like 30 something pounds 30, now 30 32 when he wrote the review and I don't that was know three weeks now it was three weeks into his program and here's the other thing and it's like i love these people you know they told us as doctors don't hug your patients I'm like, bull i'm gonna hug you but anyway i, I hug this guy too 
people say, I'm taking all these supplements and, and I didn't lose weight. Well, you didn't change the way you eat. You know, you got to quit eating the same old junk. As I say, success leaves clues. And if it's you don't see success, it's failure. So you've got to eat differently. Janet and I just ate at a very good restaurant, good food. But you know what? We didn't eat it all. Janet ate about half of hers and I ate about eh, two-thirds. Here's another interesting fact. You were talking about potato chips earlier, right? Yeah, I know. I like them. Yeah, it's like one of the most bliss, has the most, it's the most bliss-inducing thing there is because it has sugar. But you can't eat just one. Right. Sugar from the potato, salt, and fat. The fact is, in the research <laughs> published in 2007 showed 94% of rats allowed to choose between sugar, water, and cocaine chose sugar even the cocaine addicted rats quickly switched their preference to sugar once it was offered as an alternative the rats were also more willing to work for sugar than for cocaine huh Mm. so the moral of the story is don't be a rat (laughs) Uh, insulin sensitivity regulates the autonomic which means automatic or the subconscious control of the heart rate, even normal, non-obese, non-diabetic people. And it's even worse if you are obese and you are toward metabolic syndrome and diabetes. If you eat a fast food burger, you can easily take in close to half of your daily caloric requirements. (laughs) Add in fries and a soda, and you may be nearing an entire day's worth of required calories. No, I got the look on that one. Uh, let's let's. You've heard people distort and delete. Uh, did you know the rate of thyroid deficiency in diabetes has doubled? Journal from of clinical diabetes fact. We like that word fact. <laughs> We're just playing with each other. But so think thyroid. That has a lot to do with it. Um, you know, and here's millions of dollars are spent treating the ravages of diabetes, but very little is done to prevent it. That's from Journal of the American Medical Association. Fact. <laughs> we'll get off this fat kick someday. Um, transhydrogenated processed fats increase insulin resistance. That's from Journal of Diabetes. So, you know, we're, we're talking about that. And then here's another one, lipoic acid. A cofactor of the Krebs cycle, think energy, is inside a cell has been shown to improve diabetes, and it does so by improving function of cell membranes where insulin resistance becomes... A problem that's from diabetologica, so uh, lipoic acid. That's why I love, 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 love berberine alpha A, which is full of, it's got a little bit of vitamin C, you know, enough to do some good. Now, now what does this do? Sorry. Uh, Well, it's berberine and alpha lipoic acid. And what was the reason someone would take that? Excuse me. It's a cofactor in the Krebs cycle. Helps make energy inside a cell. Has been shown to improve diabetes. It also does so by improving the function of cell membranes where insulin resistance becomes a problem. See, I can go back and read my own notes. Berberine Alpha A, and berberine's a really, really good kick butt good product too. So are you saying if they are, you know, most people don't know what their insulin levels are. Well, that's why you go to our health, go to our website, Janet says, you've got to learn this technological stuff. Go to Green Wisdom Health, fill out the health survey, get your lab, don't guess, test. Good job, good job. (laughs) I'm getting brownie points, we're having too much fun here, sorry folks. We're trading our 
our speaking parts here. Um, yes, insulin is on our test, but for most people, it is not. If they have uh, lab work at the doctor, how would they? How would they assume their insulin may be high? Is there another test that might well, be run? Well, if your triglycerides are real high compared to your cholesterol, then the ratios are bad. Uh, that's it. Uh, but A1C? A1C, yeah. That's a 90 to 120-day test of what your glucose is. Uh, and we talked about alpha-lipoic acid. The berberine is a phytochemical, has antifungal action. That's why I give that to a lot of people with intestinal dysbiosis. Oh, and the the breaking it down, where he's so smart telling you this, for those that don't grasp what he's saying, what he's saying is because you're eating all these things like fries and chips and things like that, it's feeding yeast in the body. And so many people go, I think I have candida. You probably do. Everybody does. It's just a matter yeah. of to what degree. And those books were written 30, 40 years ago. And if it's, and if you start killing the yeast which is what he's talking about with the berberine then you quit craving the bad stuff so much that's why i can go to the grocery store and not care whether she buys bluebell or not because i rarely eat it anymore sorry it's a texas company but i don't hardly ever eat it because he's taking the supplements that help kill those things off where he doesn't crave it yeah, and so if you get all this under control, and there's a lot of reasons, a lot of ways to do it, uh, you start feeling better. You start gaining energy, and one of the biggest complaints we hear is people say, I have fatigue. Oh, oh, oh well, let me tell you another story. There's a guy that comes in. He looks really, really good. He's about 70, and he has actually probably five pounds less gut than me, so he does look good. Cause is that I, Rick? Yeah. <clears throat> he said he had X amount percentage of carotid artery placking, and I don't know how many years ago, two or three years ago, whatever it was. And and then he started taking our stuff. And natto kinase was one. Natto, and, and the K in the D, mm-hmm. and, and, well, he's on E, he, he's, on, he's on our fish oil, all of he's these. He's a compliant man. Yeah, and most men aren't, but you know, I've just mentioned several that were, but... He went and had uh, the ultrasound, all the testing, and he went from almost ready to do stents from his cardiologist to zero, zero, zero placking. And he said the technician couldn't believe it. He was shocked. He came in and fist bumped Dr. Lewis. He was like, I just knew they were going to call and say it's this much worse. You know, it's time for surgery. And they said they couldn't see any in there. And he, but because like, he takes so much it. stuff, he's 70, but he acts mm-hmm. like he's 35 or 40. Mm-hmm. He takes a lot of the supplements. He says, well, Dr. Lewis, it's so much easier and so much less expensive to take this stuff than it is to pay several hundred thousand to several million for a disease. And you've lost your quality of life. And I said, well, Rick, that makes you wiser than most people. Uh, the Bible says, you know, in all these things, get wisdom, which means gathering of knowledge. And what kind of money did he just save by not having that surgery? And if mm-hmm. the placking broke off and it caused a stroke. I, I know mm-hmm. a chiropractor that at 62 had that done. He died. Uh, and, and no fault to the medical profession. There's there's just some risk to, to all things. It's easier to be healthy than it is to get back your disease. And I'm glad our medical profession does what they do. I mean, they'll save you bacon. They, they're really, really good. <clears throat> but watch a few episodes of Grey's Anatomy and be like, oh, God, I think it's easier to stay healthy. So um, I wanted to mention something about uh, processed food 
and ultra-processed food. Oh, good. Um, Americans not only eat a preponderance of processed food. Mm, I love that word. Thank you. But 60% is ultra-processed products that are at the far end of this significantly altered spectrum or what you typically purchase at a gas station. I don't know about you, but I've seen some of those hot dogs rolling around in there, and I'm like, oh, my. I have not seen the person that purchased it to eat it, but really don't. Um, Any food that isn't directly from the vine, ground, bush, or tree is considered processed. For instance, frozen fruit is usually minimally processed, while pizza, soda, chips, microwave meals are ultra-processed. And they found the difference in the amount of sugar between foods that are ultra-processed and minimally processed was dramatic. Twenty. The fact is, <laughs> 21% of calories in ultra-processed foods come from added sugar compared to just 2.4% of the calories in processed food and none in unprocessed food. Janet looked at me this morning in amazement when I said something I'll lead up, which is going to reinforce what she just said. You've heard me. If you've listened to my podcast, you know, I I read from a book, uh, late 1800s, early 1900s, about how uh, flour can cause uh, diabetes. But no. That was interesting. Oh, wait. Wait. It gets better. Okay. What I quoted this morning was 1825. And no, I'm not that old. Her brother said I am. Uh, (laughs) There's a book called Physiology of Taste, 1825. And it was written the second of the chief causes of obesity is the flowery and starchy substances. 1825. Okay, so almost 200 years ago, and we have not changed the way we eat. We've actually increased the stupid, I mean, did I say that? The way we, the the bad ways that we eat? I mean, get away from it. Well, that's what I was talking to my brother about, because, you know, one of the things that motivated me to do this was watching my grandfather lose his legs. I mean, he basically was a torso that they carried around. And they did it a little bit at a time. It's like they'd chop off a foot. Well, it'd get worse, and you know he'd get more of it cut off until they made it all the way up his legs. Well, I was t- talking to him about that, and he goes, well, you know his mother died of that also. And I was like, no, because you're a lot older than me, <laughs> a, few, a few years. And I said, <laughs> Those I, were on an age kick, too. Yeah, I, I said, I, I knew she was blind, but I did not know why. And he said, because she was diabetic, and they also chopped parts off of her. I was really little, and she was blind, and she reached for me. It scared me to death, and I was done. But, um, and I told, and I was talking. She I was, said that to me once. <laughs> well, and I asked Stephen, I'm like, why would people back that were farmers, I mean, they were outside work, and they weren't overweight, so to, so to speak, how would they get diabetes back then and have that happen? And he's quoted me that book about how flour has been the culprit. My grandfather also liked to drink light beer, a lot of it. So um, that could have been a culprit yeah, If you're going to drink beer, drink the real stuff, the good stuff. He was still drinking the beer, even missing his legs. So, <laughs> But um, I thought it was very interesting that that's been going on for so long, and I guess our genes just can't handle any more of so, it. I don't know. So if you have the insulin resistance, and, and insulin, the ranges go up to around 19 to 22. Well, there should be 2 to 7. So if you get around 7, 8, 9 on your insulin, you have an issue. And so if you will take our glucose support, and it's got the biotin, chromium, vanadium, da 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 some other stuff in it, 
it helps and it it helps with the insulin sensitivity and let me just talk just a little bit about biotin people don't know anything about biotin except it helps grow nails and hair <clears throat> but it 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 helps the metabolism of the carbohydrates the fats and the proteins uh, a deficiency can cause anemia depression hair loss high blood sugar high blood sugar inflammation of the skin and mucous membranes, insomnia, who doesn't have insomnia? There's a lot of possible reasons. Loss of appetite, well, we don't see much of that. Muscular pain, think fibromyalgia, soreness of the tongue. Uh, other things that's in this glucose support is the chromium, and it has to be the right kinds of chromium, not the stuff that's on your bumper or your trailer hitch. Uh, and it's caused, it, it's worse because it's not in our soil, it's not in our water supply, but it's, it's worsened by a diet high in refined white sugar, flour, and junk food, which is most people. Deficiency in chromium can lead, lead to anxiety. We hear people have that all the time. Fatigue, glucose intolerance, people with diabetes, uh, inadequate, inadequate metabolism of amino acids, so your muscles are going to be breaking uh, down vanadium you don't hear much about but it's in the glucose support it's very incredibly important it's for cellular metabolism formation of bones and teeth but it has a, a role in growth in, in reproduction inhibits cholesterol synthesis improves insulin utilization uh, deficiency can be linked to cardiovascular and kidney disease and one of the reasons you've got to put these good um, minerals in there is to offset the heavy metals that I said I was going to get to, but I don't think I'm going to. Um, well, one thing about glucose support, the thing it does that I really know that I can tell is if you don't like eating a heavy breakfast in the morning or you um, don't eat protein, people that have diabetic type tendencies or blood sugar problems start getting really mean around lunchtime. Or, or hungry. Are, are they getting nauseous because they've not eaten enough because their blood sugar is taking huge swings? Uh, glucose support helps keep it stable so that that doesn't happen to you. So that's on a note of something you might understand. I also wanted to mention, because we're coming toward the end of the show so fast, um, <laughs> we have a new blood work system in place, and Dr. Lewis has graciously given you the website to greenwisdomhealth.com. Yeah, I got uh, brownie points on that one. I know. For those of you that have already been our patients, those are you that are new patients, uh, we've changed the process a little bit where we are now able to order uh lab core across the united states it was quest outside the state of texas and we did lab core inside of texas but we've made a special new deal with lab core where we can actually order outside the state of texas mm -hmm. and because of this new deal some of our panels actually have another couple of panels of lab added in at no extra charge and, and i like quest quest did a good job mm -hmm. but just for consistency's sake it makes it easier on us, and it saves us time, which means we're going to serve you better. We've actually have, you know, so many people have come in and asked if we have any way to see if they have any kind of damage because they're concerned about, because they've had a COVID, they've had COVID, 
um, that that they want to see if they've got any kind of uh, issues going on. We have a D-dimer test in some of our lab tests now. That's we added that to some of the men's, but yes. we added the TPO to some of the women's because I'm seeing a high TPO, which would uh, indicate the probability of having Hashimoto's, and more so in women. So we've added that with no extra charge. Right, and we've There's, also uh, added... Janet's a brilliant negotiator. <laughs> And I'm also working, I'm still in the process of working on it, but we're now putting your documents into a app called Healthy. It's with an IE, and um, if you've already been a patient, you're already made in that system. You'll just have to change your password, but we'll start dumping your labs and any kind of correspondence. <laughs> Dr. Lewis will be able to talk to you inside that app. If that freaks you out, which it has some of our people, they're like, please, please well, don't she do it to me. She says the old elderly no. and then looks at me. No, um, we can correspond with you other ways as well, so don't 30. think it has to be that way, but we're trying to make it where it's convenient for everyone and they can have all the records in one place. Those that are techno-savvy. Yeah, and there's some really cool features coming with that down the road, too. So those are the new things we've done. Dr. Lewis, ah, geez, we're at the end of our show. Would you like to... Lead us into a prayer is what I wanted to say. <laughs> we might need that, too. I told Janet, I said, I think I'm going to quit this and be a preacher. She looked at me really, really funny and says, you cuss too much. I said, I don't cuss much, but it's appropriate. It's a sentence enhancer when I do it. You know, one of the best things we can do as human beings is to find the spirit. And, and the, the definition of spirit is the nature of. And we have to uplift our spirit. We have to speak about what's good because you create more of it. If you speak about what's bad, you create more of that. So different things is don't dwell on what went wrong. Instead, focus on what to do next, what to do, the action. Spend your energy on moving forward and finding the answer. And that's always Janet doing that. Uh, your greatest triumph in life is when you're able to bless somebody else while you're going through your own storm and there's a lot of that going on and i'm noticing more and more random acts of kindness because i think people are more stressed and it just makes them feel good to uplift and and bless somebody else it's good we thank you for listening to our show we hope you have a blessed week we are here to help you when you need the help we'll talk soon Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope and your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.